Open the scriptures with me this morning, please, to the first chapter of Malachi. Malachi chapter 1. We believe that God knew us, our names, and wrote them down in the book of life before the world began, because the Bible tells us so. Did God know you 2,400 years ago? 2,400 years ago. That takes us back to Jesus Christ and across the intertestament period of 400 years to the book of Malachi. He knew us. One of our greatest privileges is to fulfill Bible prophecy. And I want to show you this morning that to the degree you get excited and thankful and appreciative to God for sending his son and sending Paul and other preachers to tell you about his son, you fulfill Bible prophecy. But let's first of all look at those that didn't. Well, they, they fulfilled Bible prophecy, but in the wrong way. They did fulfill it. In Malachi chapter 1, the prophet, and the times are bad in Israel. You know, God raised up Haggai and Zechariah to encourage the Israelites, the Jews that came back from Babylon, to rebuild the temple. But after they were gone, the nation slipped again. And so Malachi is 400 years before John the Baptist, and Israel has slipped. And he says to them in verse 6, A son honoreth his father, and a servant his master. If I then be a father, where is mine honor? And if I be a priest, a master, where is my fear? Saith the Lord of hosts unto you, O priests that despise my name. And ye say, Wherein have we despised thy name? This issue is very important. None of you would stand up this morning and say, and I can't even say it out loud, and I'm not going to, but to, to curse God and say that you despise God. None of you would stand up and say that, and yet we say it by our actions if they are not all out for him. The priest answered, verse 6, at the end of it, Wherein have we despised thy name? Ye offer polluted bread upon mine altar, and ye say, Wherein have we polluted thee? In that, ye say, the table of the Lord is contemptible by bringing less than your best, by bringing spoiled bread, by bringing milled, bread with mold on it, you are saying that you despise my worship and you despise my name by the way that we worship, the way that we're going to sing, the way that we're going to pray, the way you're going to listen, the way I'm going to preach. If we'll do it with all our hearts and all our might, and he knows we're not perfect, and he knows that we've got a body of flesh, he'll receive that worship. But he rejects worship that is done with only a partial effort and partial preparation. Lord, help us. We come down to verse 12. Ye have profaned it. In that ye say, the table of the Lord is polluted, and the fruit thereof, even as meat, is contemptible. Now, they didn't actually say those words. They said those words by their actions. Ye also said, Behold, what a weariness is it! Exclamation point. And ye have snuffed at it, saith the Lord of hosts, and ye brought that which was torn, and the lame and the sick. Thus ye brought an offering. Should I accept this of your hand, saith the Lord? If you don't bring him your best, it's not good enough. He is the best. 
He deserves the best. We should give him our best. He gave us his best. He gave us his son. Verse 14, curse be the deceiver. This is God's curse falls on men, and this is God's church of the Old Testament. Cursed be the deceiver. What's, the, how, what's he deceiving? He's deceiving others, and he's trying to deceive the Lord by saying, I love the Lord, and I'm going to go to church on Sunday. But I really don't want to be there, and I'm not going to give it my best. And I'm going to daydream during the services. Cursed be the deceiver, which hath in his flock a male, and voweth, and sacrificeth unto the Lord a corrupt thing. For I am a great king, and the Lord of hosts, saith the Lord of hosts, and my name is dreadful among the heathen. We're the heathen. We fulfill prophecy by God's name being dreadful to us, and that we want to please him with all our might, like the Jews did not want to. I love Malachi 1.14. I love this whole chapter from verse 6 to verse 14, because it describes compromising, casual, contemporary worship, and we don't want that here. We want all out, pedal to the metal, red hot, serviced to the Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 14 is fabulous. Cursed be the deceiver that comes into an assembly and he has better than he could have given. He could have prepared better last night. He could have prayed more last night and this morning. And he could participate more today. He could be more passionate in God's worship. Cursed be that person that does that, that has those, that ability, but doesn't give that to the Lord. And so we've got to ask ourselves, am I deceiving? Do I have better that I could have given the Lord and I'm here pretending this is my best? You can repent of it right now in about three nanoseconds and be over with it and give him your best. Here's the prophecy. I skipped over it so that I could come back to it right now. It's verse 11. In the middle of this rebuke of the Jews, for from the rising of the sun, Japan, do you hear the word of God? They don't have one second forward in the entire nation. For from the rising of the sun, even into the going down of the same, that's us, on the other side of the Atlantic Ocean. My name shall be great among the Gentiles. And in every place, incense shall be offered unto my name, and a pure offering, for my name shall be great among the heathen, saith the Lord of hosts. Tying into verse 14, there's the prophecy. Let's fulfill it. Did God know you 2,400 years ago? Yes, he did. Did he know me? Yes. Did he know about this assembly? Yes. Did he know about February 24th, 2019? Yes. Let's give him the fulfillment of this prophecy. Let's not worry about Japan. Let's not worry about the Jews. Let's not worry about the casual contemporary worshipers from Houston, Texas to Greenville, South Carolina. Let's give him the best we have right now, right here, to the Lord. Lord, help us. Let us pray. Holy Father, blessed God, Lord Jehovah, I am that I am. Oh, Heavenly Father, you emphasized your name, Almighty God, to Abraham, but you revealed yourself to Moses, I am that I am. You revealed yourself as Jehovah. We don't play games with anything like Yahweh. We know that the Lord Jehovah is creator of the heavens, the earth, the sea, and all that in them is, that he is independent from all other beings and creatures. There is no God like unto him. There's none beside him. He alone is God. Thou art our God. And there is no other. We put our trust in thy name, thy great and glorious name. 
And we thank thee for the name of Jesus, which was given to thy Son, and the name Son given to Jesus above all the angels. And we worship thee and thy Son this day. Heavenly Father, we want to fulfill the prophecy of Malachi 1.11 and Malachi 1.14. We want your name to be dreadful before us. We want your name to be great. And we want to glorify you and bring a pure offering and pure incense today. The incense is going to be our praise. It's going to be our hearts. It's going to be our worship, our prayers, our singing. We want to give you the best we have. Lord, have mercy upon us and forgive us our contemptible offerings in the past. Forgive us where we have snuffed at your worship in the way that we have prepared for it. Forgive us for being deceivers and coming in here and not giving you our best. Lord, forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Pity us and remember our frame that we are dust and stir us up by your mighty spirit and increase our spirits and lift us up in the Lord and increase our passion for thee this day, that we will give thee the worship, the praise, and the fruitfulness that you deserve and desire. Heavenly Father, we know that it is not bringing gold and silver. It's not bringing lambs or goats or bullocks. It's bringing the fruit of our lips, giving praise to your name. According to Hebrews 13 and verse 15, we thank thee that through the Lord Jesus Christ, according to 1 Peter 2 and verse 5, all our worship will be acceptable in this sight, in thy sight, through him, the Lord Jesus, who gave his life for us. We thank thee, Holy Father, for this privilege. It is a blessed privilege. If you had not chosen us, we would not be here. If you had not called us out of this world, we wouldn't be here. If you had not sent Paul and the men that came after Paul, we would not have heard the joyful sound, and we would not be here. We thank thee for the privilege of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ and the truth and wisdom it contains that has saved us from abominations of all kinds and of all sorts that are still practiced throughout the whole earth. We have a nation, Heavenly Father, that is worse than the ancient Greeks and Romans for they deny a creator of any kind and say that it's all an accidental event that took place. Oh, Father, have mercy upon America and bless us in her midst that today... Today, right now, we shall praise thee with our whole hearts and with our whole minds and with all our strength because that is how we love thee and we do not deceive thee this day. Examine our hearts, try us, O Lord, and see if there be any wicked way in us and lead us in the way everlasting. Amen. These poor people, Lord, do not have much of a pastor, but you are great and greatly to be praised, and your greatness is unsearchable. Amen. Show a little bit of your great power to their pastor, that today we might rejoice in your goodness. And in Paul's service, he magnified his office and what an office you gave him, and we thank thee for it. Oh, Father, we pray for every church and every servant of yours throughout the world that calls upon thee in sincerity and in truth, that you will bless them as we have prayed for ourselves, that today the sound of the gospel will go forth unapologetically, uncompromisingly, with boldness and clarity, and the mysteries of the gospel made manifest to your children. Be with us now. Oh, Heavenly Father, 
Thank you for being our loving Father. Thank you for your long-suffering. Thank you for your forgiveness. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for your kindness. Thank you for your chastening. Thank you for your conviction that you turn us once again and we shall be turned. And you love us and you will not forsake us. And we thank thee for that. We thank thee for thy spirit. We thank thee for thy word. And we thank thee for like-minded brethren sitting with us now. Let us use all three and lift up thy glorious name and the name of thy glorious son, the Lord Jesus Christ, in whose name we pray. Amen. Amen.